welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up, weirdo? <laughs> Not much. It's been a good week here at Massive Late Fee. It is April the 14th, 1995. Don't mind that noise. Carol just decided we need some light. I did, because we're sitting here in the dark. Click. No candles or anything. I guess I should have lit candles for you. How about some ambiance? Burned some incense. Incense. We could get really... We could get <laughs> Hello. We're going to take you through the night. Uh, this dedication is going out to Brandon from Amanda. Or Sandy, whatever her name was. You sound like that uh, late night guy, Alan Aldman or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alan Aldman, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever his name is. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Why did you just growl? What is, what is wrong with you? Uh, you know, <laughs> so did you? are you familiar with Wolfman Jack? That's Wolfman Jack. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, baby. You know, and then the guy from WRF. Sure. Baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just practicing different voices. So. Do you got any news for me today? I do. No news is good news, and I have almost no news. Uh-oh. So, so it's almost good news. Uh-oh. No, I just have one. I just have one thing. Okay. But it's kind of interesting uh, consenting of sexy talk is okay now between consenting computers. What? <laughs> so, apparently, uh, according to this article, uh, if it moves, regulate it. If it doesn't, subsidize it. That's often the Washington approach to the real world. Okay. And it says, so basically, uh, <laughs> There's a regulatory, there was a regulatory thing, uh, Communications Decency Act of 1995. And basically, they wanted to try to regulate the the internets. And it would make it a crime for consenting adults uh, to transmit, make available uh, any comment, request, suggestion, proposal, image, or any other communication which is obscene, lewd, lascivious, uh, filthy, or indecent. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like most of the internet. The punishment would have been two years and a $100,000 fine. Wow. Yeah. So that got shot down. Good. <laughs> Whose stupid idea was that? Well, it was bipartisan. Apparently, it was the article goes into some politics, which we generally don't go into. But basically, it uh, said it was a marriage of the the left's desire to censor things and and you know make sure that uh, you know there there weren't there there aren't like bad words on the air and stuff like that, and the rights you know Christian like you know don't want any kind of obscenity stuff out there okay so yeah that was the that was the impetus uh for it but it got shot down because i guess cooler heads prevailed as you said 
there's, you know, like on a lot of those chat groups, you know. There's a lot of stuff going on. ASL, right? Mm-hmm. You guys all know what that means. Age, sex, location. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's how you know whether or not you're allowed to flirt with somebody. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah, that's why you That's why you go on the computer, right? No. We established a long time ago that you don't think that's cheating. I, I don't think it's cheating, but no, that's not why I go on the computer. So if you went on the computer and were flirting with some guy, mm-hmm. and then you decided to have an accident while you were talking to some guy, you decided to, you know, maybe your uh, your hands go south of the border. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm just saying, if you did, that's not cheating. No, that's cheating. But just talking about it's not cheating. Talking about sex. Talking about having sex. Like, like basically writing a, a sexy story for you and the person you're talking to. Saying, oh, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that to you. That's not cheating. I don't think so. <laughs> you're a fucking monster. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty strong. <laughs> you really don't think that's cheating? No. To say, like, I'm going to lick you up and down and all that stuff? No. Okay, why? Because it's not real. It's the it's like this intangible, like... You're really saying it. You're really writing it. Uh-huh, and somebody's really reading it. What right. if I wrote an erotic novel? Would that be cheating? Are you the star of the erotic novel? And is it being written specifically for for another per, another person? No, but so, does that matter? Yeah, that's what that's what matters. <laughs> if I if uh, so, let's say uh, our friend at school, mm-hmm. Cindy. Okay, Cindy. Let's Lopper. no no the real I know you know who I'm talking about mm-hmm. when I say let's say. Uh, I decided to go to her and say, Carol and I are having problems in our relationship and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't do this or, or she doesn't do that. And Cindy says, oh, it's okay. You know, and like comforts me and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Is that, is that right or wrong? It's wrong. But we're not talking about sex. I didn't say it was cheating. I said it's wrong. But we're not talking about sex or anything. Uh Uh-huh. But you're taking our emotional problems to someone else. Exactly. Exactly. It's a new thing they're calling an emotional affair. Correct. And affairs... He's like pointing at me like we're in a courtroom and he's a lawyer. And affairs are cheating. So it's (laughs) like... It's not exactly the same thing. It's not like having, it's not having sex with another person. It's not that. But it's close to it's a neighbor of cheating. It's taking, you know, your emotional problems and stuff like that to another woman confiding in another woman or another guy or whatever if you're a girl. And it's not right. It's it's harmful to the relationship. Now, you think it wouldn't be harmful to the relationship to be talking about all this sexual stuff with somebody else? I wouldn't do it because I think that it would be harmful to the mm-hmm. relationship, but I still think it's different than cheating. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's not the same 
thing. Well, how? How is it not the same thing? Is it? Is it at least close? Is it at least related? Okay, it's 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 cheating adjacent. Sure. It can, it can see cheating from its from its window, right. right? Yeah. It can wave to cheating from its window. Sure. All right. I guess I'll I'll guess I'll give you that. I I still think I still think it's cheating, total cheating. But don't worry, because I'm not going to do that. So. I think it's worse than kissing somebody else. Really? Like just one one like kiss, yeah. Like not making out, but just like one kiss, yeah. I think it's worse hmm. because. You're involving imagination, uh, you know, emotion, you you know, uh, lust and stuff like that. Like, it's all going into it. There's a lot of things going on if you're painting a sexual scenario with somebody. But, I mean, we're talking about strangers. So? I don't think there's a lot of lust there because they don't know what the other person looks like. I they mean, can imagine. Yeah, they're imagining, but they don't know. And it then, could be like, you know, some 60-year-old truck driver talking to another 60-year-old truck driver, and they both think they're talking to some 16-year-old chick. Oh, God, that's gross. 16? I'm just saying. But. And 18. What if, they, what if they're asking for pictures and stuff like that? Okay. Is that, is that even possible? I don't even know. Takes yeah. a long time, right? It's possible. I mean, yeah, it, it, not efficient, but possible, sure. I'm just saying, I, it's. I don't like it. I'm not doing it, nor am I going to. So but you don't I don't need like to worry the, about whether or not you like I it. I don't like the idea that you think it's okay. Well, I'm sorry that you don't like my idea, but it's still my idea. It belongs to me. Yeah, well. I respect your idea. Something else is going to be. But I'm holding on to mine. Okay. Well, good for you. I'll keep that in mind if anyone ever starts flirting with me online. I told you I'm not going to do it. Okay, but it's not wrong if I do it. I didn't say it wasn't wrong. I said it wasn't cheating. Stop twisting my words. See, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden it's no good. It was never any good. But it's not cheating. What's the difference? Physical touching is the difference. Who cares? There's a difference between fantasy and reality. I don't want you thinking about another girl when we're having sex either. Okay, let me ask you. Yeah, okay. Is that cheating? Yeah. But that's a fantasy. No. (laughs) I mean, I meant no. Let me ask you a question. So watching pornography, Mm -hmm. not cheating, not cheating. Let's say that eventually they come up with some kind of technology like the holodeck on uh, Star Trek. Okay. And there were episodes like this too. Mm. Jordy had one where you can build whatever woman you want to. She's not real. She's composed of light or whatever. Fantasy. But you can have sex in the holodeck. Is that cheating? I don't understand how the holodeck works because if they're composed of light or whatever, how can you touch them? You're not really touching them. It's an illusion. But does it feel like they're touching them? I guess. Because if it looks like it and it feels like it, then it's pretty much the same thing as being real. Let's say you can't touch them. You can only observe. Like, like it looks like they're doing stuff to you. But you can't really feel it. 
you have to do stuff to yourself. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Is that cheating? I, I think probably. But that's not physical either. That's also fantasy. But it's more real. It's more real than what? Than saying it? Yeah. Oh, come on. You are grasping at straws now. I can see in your face that you understand you've lost well, this Well, too argument. bad this is a verbal medium, so nobody else can. So <laughs> let's move on. All right. So we watched <gasps> The Simpsons. That's what we watched. Yep. It was, uh, what was the episode? I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called, but... Okay, what's the breed of dog that they have? Grand. So it was like a dozen... Oh, it was... A, a dozen and a half greyhounds. A hundred and one... A hundred and one greyhounds or something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of greyhounds. That's what it's called. So, Santa's little helper is destroying things in the house. Just absolutely going nuts. They don't know why. Used to be such a well-tempered dog. He runs to the racetrack and sees a female dog that apparently he fancies. And (laughs) we don't see it, but he uh, starts to uh, have relations. He starts starts in a uh, AOL chat room conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And as Bart says, it looks like he's trying to jump over her, but he can't make it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and apparently that's why he's been so, um, so, you know, out of sorts or whatever, acting out so much. Now, here's my question. They rescued him, you know, first episode of this show, which was like, right. six, which was like six years ago. From the racetrack. Yeah. Which was, like I said, like six years ago, right? Uh-huh. And does, does, did he know that she's there? Mm. And how? Like, I don't understand. What, like, he ran to that racetrack like he knew there'd be a female dog there for him. I think he was already in love with her and going to her. But then, okay, so where? Where? How did he know then? She's just been there that whole time, too? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. I don't know. The kids are never, aren't any older. I don't know how timing works on this show yeah. anyway. So, so they, uh, you know, they get together and everything, and, you know, he just kind of lays around with her. What? What? What, what are you, you staring at me for? Because I'm listening. Like, <laughs> what the hell? You keep like bobbing your head like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's called active listening. No. What you were doing was not active listening. <laughs> what the fuck? What you were doing was making weird faces at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Just look at the wall, okay? <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I don't know either. Anyway, turns out she's pregnant. (laughs) She gives birth to 25 puppies. That is insane. That is an insane amount of puppies. It's a lot. Way more than normal. I'm surprised she didn't just pop open. (laughs) So gross. Like a a, a biscuit. Like a biscuit tin. Yes. (laughs) And all the puppies just come tumbling out. So they try to take care of them, but... Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> but that's too many of them. 
So eventually they have to give them away. But then Mr. Burns comes and it's, it makes it look like he's going to want to make uh, a coat out of them. Which apparently he does yeah. want to make a coat out of them. Let's make a vest. It's 101 Dalmatians yeah. and he's Cruella de Vil. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's it. That's basically the episode. That is not basically the episode. Well, I don't want to talk too much. Why don't you talk? Oh, don't. <laughs> I will step on you, <laughs> and it will hurt. Where? How are you going to step on me? You are like, five times shorter than I am. <laughs> what ladder are you going to find? You going to climb up to the top of the World Trade Center and then step on me? What the hell? Are, who are you, King Kong? That was the Empire State Building. Whatever. Anyway, so oh, <clears throat> he takes he takes the dogs and... Uh, what's her name? Maggie. The other one, Lisa. Lisa and Bart. The one that's not a baby. Lisa and Bart. They go over to his house and they see him bathing him. And it's like, oh, it's they, they do like it's like the double switcheroo mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, he's really just taking care of him. And then he's like, oh, I'll keep this one. The rest of them are going to be murdered and yeah. made into a vest for me. I have a vest of all these different kinds of animals. Yeah, he's gross. Like a gorilla or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so they try to convince him not to do it. And then he had they the dog does this trick where he stands up on his hind legs, uh, just like Rory, Rory Cal. What? It's such a weird reference. Uh, he's because he says, oh, it reminds me of that guy, you know, like and Smithers is trying to guess. He's like, no, you know, he, the guy is always walking on his uh, two legs and everything, walking upright. And he goes, Rory Calhoun? He says, yeah. Rory Calhoun's like an old actor that was in uh, How to Marry a Millionaire. Okay. Stuff. I mean, like. I have no idea. I did not get that reference at all. It's a really weird reference. No. But anyway, so uh, they, they teach all the dogs to stand up so he can't tell which one is which. So he's like, oh, I'll just have to kill all of them. No, I'll just kill you kids. Uh, it's uh, It's fine. You can go. So they leave with all the dogs. What happens to the dogs? Oh, good point. I don't think they tell us, do they? I don't think they do. I think they, they just, just get to take the dogs home. Well, I mean, they were trying to give them away for free. And I think they gave away quite a few of them before Mr. Burns took them. Well, I'll tell you what. The... Yeah. Well, they're like, they don't want to be broken up. The yeah. dogs. And I was like, oh, it's like slavery. Sad. Think about that next time you get a dog. Anybody out there. That it was ripped away from its parents and its and its siblings. Okay, think about the fact that it's a dog. Yeah, but it's not a person. But they still love each other. They still love their siblings. I don't know. I mean, I got a dog from a pet store, and it was housed with its brother. Yeah, and it was fine. It didn't seem to mind. <laughs> Why? Because it didn't. It didn't write you a petition. It didn't. Did it sing old spirituals? <laughs> It didn't cry. Nobody knows the trouble I feel. Seemed very happy with me. <laughs> never heard a thing about the brother. All right. Oh, no. Now no. I never brought it up. Oh. Your, Not your, once. Your dog was like, fuck that guy. Yep. <laughs> he still owes me money. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Anyway, that's basically the episode. I mean, not, not a lot of... It, it's The Simpsons. Yeah. So... The There's pl- not much substance. The, plot, the plots are always super simple, and then it's joke, 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 joke. Which it's this entertaining episode, though. This episode was funny, yeah. very funny. Excellent show. I can I can't imagine 
the show ever not being good. The, the writers on the show are fantastic. They are pretty good. All right. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to, you know, Mac Rating's a smart guy. He'll know when to end it yeah. before it, you know, loses its funny. Exactly. Yeah. Not like the show's going to be on for another 30 years. Of course not. Look, God, can you imagine a cartoon <laughs> for 30 years? Uh, and no. I bet you the kids wouldn't get any older either. Well, yeah, they haven't gotten any older in six years. Ugh. 30 years, Bart's still a child. Right. His poor mother. <laughs> <sighs> Could you imagine a world? Anyway, so the movie we saw, the film. Circle of Friends. Yeah, that's this is Carol's pick. Yeah, so, I finally got to choose what we saw at the movie theater, and it was amazing. So Carol's gonna go. <laughs> it was, it was, amazing is a stretch. I liked it. Was it. Fine. Ladies, it's an amazing movie. Guys, just suck it up. So, it starts out with three little girls who are best friends getting their first communion, and then it skips ahead pretty quick to um, when they're. Going to university. <laughs> yeah. Nothing important happened uh, from first communion to when they start going to college together. No, I mean, okay. We don't need to see or hear about any of that. It really does jump out. It's just showing that they were friends when they were little. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying the movie is like, here they are as kids. Now they're adults. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what happened. Well, I mean, we don't need to see how they became the women they are. It's like it's like looking at two. I mean, obviously it's different act, actors because it's or actresses because it's you know um, little kids and then then they're adults. But it's like they might as well be different people with the the growth that you go from like seven years old to eighteen in a university. Yeah. Well, what happens is that there's okay Nan is the pretty one. Yeah, and, and they're kind of establishing their characters in this very beginning. Okay, Nan's pretty. And Bernadette, they call her Bernie. Bernadette! <laughs> um, she is, like, thicker. <laughs> or Benny. They call her Benny. She, um, she's, she's a thick girl. She is. She's, like, they make a reference to her being, you know, like... Oh, I can't remember, like, good stalker or whatever. Like, she's just solid. Yeah. And um, then Eve is an orphan who's being raised by the nuns. We love orphans here on Massive so, Yeah, so Benny is the, is the only child. Nan's pretty and poor. Yeah. And, yeah, we got the orphan. So, I guess Nan's family had moved into the city. And so they didn't see her for a long time. But it was... Benny and Eve. The Jets. Hmm? The Jets. Right. Benny and the Jets. Benny and Eve stayed friends. And Eve gets to go to university and stay in her parents' cottage. Or I guess, I guess she doesn't stay there, but she gets her parents' cottage when she becomes of age. Like, mm -hmm. she inherited it. Yeah. Um, the know. fuck cottage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so they use it to party and stuff. Oh, yeah. And... Benny still has to take the uh, train every day to and from. From like she lives off in unlike in like a little small knob glen or something. This takes place in the nineteen fifties, and we're in. Are we in England? No, I thought it was Ireland. It's Dublin. Uh, it's Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah. 
So she's going to university in Dublin. The Emerald Isle. <laughs> so she has to take the train every day. She's really unhappy about it. Like she wants to have more independence mm-hmm. and be able to stay and hang out with her friends more. And she meets Jack, who is played by um, Chris. Chris O'Donnell. And oh, Minnie Driver plays Benny. Yeah. I don't really remember the other two. They're not as in. Minnie Driver, she was in. Something else, right? I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, Benny is like totally into Jack, and Nan wants to get to, with somebody rich. Mm. That's like her whole thing is she wants to, she's tired of being poor, and she wants to get with somebody who's going to be able to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And she gets her sights on the. Rich family that's actually paying for Eve to go to university. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name. Of? The dude that she's after. The dude? The dude. Pat. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> now, Minnie Driver, you know what she was... While, while you try to think of, of the dude, mm-hmm. Minnie Driver was in a TV show uh, last year... Called You and Me with uh, uh, Pat. I can't remember his name now, but anyway, it was uh, it was a BBC comedy like okay. like thing, and we sometimes because we get CBC the Canadian broadcasting since we're in in Detroit right. we're, we're near Windsor. Sometimes we get sometimes they'll show some of the BBC shows, so that's how I got to see it. But I do believe this is only like her second movie okay. and her first like. Wide release American movies, so. Well, she's pretty. <laughs> I think she's, she's the prettiest. She's thick. She's thick, but she's pretty. Um, is, <coughs> is she the prettiest? I mean, um, yeah, I'd have to say probably yes. I mean, Eve is like kind of homely and small, and then Nan's pretty, but she's like harsh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with you. So she's after Simon Westward. That's his name. Oh, I remember now. Simon Westward. Westward. Yeah. And Westward Ho. There's this like dance they're all going to, right? Now Simon's older. He's not in university or anything, but they run into him while they're out. Yeah, he's like a what is he? Uh, some kind of professional, right? I don't know. His family's rich. That's all I know. Oh yeah, he's a rich playboy. Yeah. So. Like, Jack asks Benny to go to the dance with mm. them, and she thinks, like, she's all excited. She's like, oh, he asked me to the dance, and then... Heartbreaking. Yeah, then her friends are like, uh, yeah, we're all going. We're in a group. Yeah, he asked us all. <laughs> it's it's a gang. We'll be fun. He know? wants to have sex with all of us. Right. <laughs> and I think, he, I think he does. I think that he's trying to figure out which one he wants. I think he's trying to figure out whoever's going to have sex. It's the 50s. So it's like, <laughs> he's like, not all of these girls. Then they, they they go to a Catholic college, too. Right. They're all, I mean, it's it's Ireland. They're, right. they're all hardcore Catholics. So, you know, a hardcore Catholic, it's the 1950s. You know, it's going to be real tough for him to have sex premarital. Uh, so I think he's kind of like, who's going who's gonna to give it up? Right. So then... <laughs> They put Benny in this dress that is so indecent. Like mm-hmm. her, I mean, the only thing saving her is that her nipples are covered. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. all of her boobs practically are showing. So she's really embarrassed. I don't know, like, 
like she's like oh you cut too much out so i guess they were like altering it to make it look sexy but it was almost indecent oh yeah it was it was one of those dresses that was like up to the neck with the frill right and then they cut it down to look to look better but yeah especially even now but especially by 50 standards i mean it was yeah. you know yeah scandalous and then jack proceeds to dance with everybody else and not her mm-hmm. and she's like sitting there embarrassed in this low-cut dress and she even like spills something down her cleavage and like some guys are like laughing at her <laughs> and um she starts to cry yeah and then that's when he comes over to talk to her and he's like you my, know, my weakness crying women <laughs> maybe but, you know, he's like, you know, what's wrong? And she yells at him. She's like, you know, he's like, I was just coming to ask you to dance. And she's like, yeah, it took me long enough and stuff. And he's like, oh, I was just saving you the best for last. Mm-hmm. He's a smooth talker, this Jack. He tries to be. He tries to be, yeah. Um, Do but- you think that he's attractive? Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. He's got like the he's, boyish. Yeah, he looks like a little boy. Boyish charm. I guess. Well, I mean, okay. Eve's dating this guy named Aiden who is pretty nondescript, mm-hmm. just dark-haired dude. And Simon Westward is meh, all right. I mean... Do you think they, they they had to sell this movie from him, right, For based on, on him? I, I, I mean, Fried Green Tomatoes, not that he was a huge role in that, but, uh, you know, and, yeah, and he was the older brother. and Scent of a Woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wow. know, yeah. Big one, and then the Three Musketeers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Can you can you name the Three Musketeers? Oh, jeez! I think we did this once before. We did, and I couldn't. I I remember all the people in this movie. Ugh. I don't even know if I can name one Musketeer right now. Well, Chris O'Donnell, I gave it to you. Oh, you mean the actors? Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And who's uh? Who's I think I think this I think he plays D'Artagnan I think no Chris O'Donnell plays D'Artagnan oh okay Chris O'Donnell's D'Artagnan and then uh, Athos Porthos and uh, Legacies or whatever I can't remember the other one Aramis Athos Athos Porthos and Aramis those are the three musketeers yeah you remember we we talked about it before the hottest one of all of them Kiefer Sutherland no hotter than Kiefer Sutherland hotter than Charlie Sheen hotter than Chris O'Donnell. Ooh. Oliver Platt, baby. Ew. Oliver Platt, the hottest. No. Oh, poor Oliver Platt. <laughs> and then Tim Curry's the bad guy, and then Rebecca. Dorn. Okay, why are we now talking about the Three Musketeers? And then Rebecca De Mornay. <laughs> I want to talk about Circle of Friends. Interrupt me. Yeah, that's my job. Talk about Circle of Friends. I thought we were talking about fried green tomatoes, but go ahead. <laughs> so, anyways, they start dancing. Anyways, and you know who wrote fried green tomatoes? Real quick. What the frick? Who? Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Fanny Flagg. Awesome. Do you know who Fanny Flagg is? No. She was a frequent guest on... I don't know. The Match Game. Awesome. Brett Summers. And uh, and that's with a with an S. Actual S. Not like anyways. Brett Summers. So and, is it because you fell asleep during this movie that Charles you're just Nelson. trying to find things you can talk about because you weren't paying any attention and you so love the sound of your voice? And Charles Nelson Riley. And and Richard Dawson. Dickie Dawson. <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't fall asleep in the movie, but maybe I wasn't giving it my full attention. You were not fall asleep. Do other things. Um, so I thought we were supposed to keep that on the down low, right? Keep so, that off the air. Keep that on AOL. <laughs> I'm going to turn off my mic and just leave you to it. You don't have the power to turn off your mic. I do. <laughs> I can walk away. Yeah, you do have the power to do that. <laughs> or do you? Check under your chair. There are straps. There's no straps. So Jack yeah. is in medical school. Oh. Or pre-med. Is his last name Kevorkian? Because I know what his future holds. Right. His dad is also a doctor. And there's a lot of pressure on him to become a doctor, but he's not sure he really wants to. Mm-hmm. He's like grossed out by the sight of blood. And they're doing an autopsy and they're talking about how the corpse they're about to cut open, how he died of syphilis. Yeah. He's riddled with it. <laughs> riddled with syphilis. Poor bastard went crazy before he knew what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. Neurosyphilis. Yeah. The best kind. And so as soon as they start cutting the body, he pukes. Mm-hmm. That's not a great sign for being a doctor. No, not at all. And for He's Benny. He's also really bad at science. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I'm joking. For Benny. <laughs> I'm joking. Her parents are putting a lot of pressure on her to take over the family business, which is like. Being a cow. An alteration shop or something. Like, it's just, it's a store, a little shop. Grazing. You're a jerk. But that's how they treat her. I mean, now, listen. Uh, mini driver, more like maximum. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. I was, I'm just joking though. Mini driver is uh, a very um, beautiful woman, and she's she's very she's a good actress too, and she's very good in this. But this, but I, I'm just giving you everyone that's listening to this. I'm just giving you a preview of how they treat her in the movie. They do. This they- is this is how they they pretend and this is the hollywood thing too they pretend like you know pretty attractive woman mini driver that might be a couple pounds heavier than an anorexic supermodel (laughs) uh they pretend like oh my god she's a disgusting pig right but that's how they that's how they they treat that's how they treat her in the movie but yes they they dad owns some kind of shop and he has a guy working for him some weaselly guy. Oh, yeah. Sean. Sean's his name. And they're pushing her, too, to, to date Sean. And he's gross. Like He's awful. He, he's just, like, very overtly, callously, like, crudely hitting on her. They go on a date to the movies. He tries to put his hand on her shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says, like, nasty things to her. Picture an Irishman. Uh-huh. That, that's him. <laughs> I really got you with that one, huh? That was terrible. Oh, I'm just joking. He really is bad, though. Yeah. So she ends up having, like, kind of a blowout with her parents. Be, uh, like, she loses it and, like, yells at her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants, like, they're talking about the business and Sean, and she's just like, what you want for me, why do you even send me to the university? Because you just want me here taking care of this store and she's yeah. like you know you take me up and show me what i can't have and then march me back down here 
And she's like, you know, you've been trying my whole life to give me things, but they're always the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Which I can imagine would have to be a really hurtful thing to hear from your daughter. Oh, you're breaking me heart, Lassie. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, and you want me to marry bloody Sean Walsh? So she, you know, swears at him too. And her dad falls down dead. Yep, he died of a heart attack. Because she yelled at him. He died of the truth. <laughs> I can't. I, like. I think I would be catatonic somewhere. Like if if I was yelling at my mom and she dropped dead. If I was really that angry, and and I was right, uh-huh. I'd probably be like, it's just justice. <laughs> it's just. It's just. It's God. It's God. <laughs> God's choosing it. God. God said, "Ah, uh, yeah, better. Yeah, 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 yeah." Creighton, we're gonna get you. I don't know. I can't think of an Irish. Slang word. Ya pudding head. Ya potato head. Okay. What are gonna get ya? And before this happened... I'm Irish, God. <laughs> before this happened, Eve had started using her um, cabin to host parties, and she's oh, yes. dating Aiden. Oh, yes. And, um, I don't think they were sleeping together. Not at first. I mean, eventually they do. Basically, she's all having parties... And then it came to be like, uh, oh, you know, why don't you come and, and, you know, just by yourself. Yeah. Well, and they're playing um, chess. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the funniest lines in the movie. He beat her in chess and she's like, okay, what do you want? He's like, you have to hold it in your hand for three minutes. She's And she's like, you can barely even understand her accent. She's like... Okay, I'll hold it, but I won't have you moving it about. (laughs) Uh, um, That's what it was like being a woman in the 50s. And then, like, Benny is, like, practically raping uh, Chris O'Donnell's character. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell she really wants to. Um, And he's talking about maybe he'll go get some, uh, some, like, whatever they called condoms back then, lambskins or whatever. And then she's and all embarrassed he, about it. Why is he using a condom? What is he, a uh, fucking uh, Navy uh, sailor? Is he a sailor? Uh, I think he doesn't want to get her pregnant because it's the 50s. Yeah, but I mean, people back then people didn't use condoms. Well, Nan didn't. <laughs> yeah. She is also using the cottage when no one is there to hook up with Simon Westward. Mm-hmm. She gave him her virginity, which it's kind of funny that he didn't. He just assumed like Here she... You go. Here's yeah. my virginity. No, no, but I mean, he just assumes that like she's not a virgin or something because he looks so surprised when she's like had a towel and said, "Oh, just in case," you know. I don't know. I, I think it's funny that she knew how to prepare, though. <laughs> well, I'm sure her mom talked to her. Don't I mean? I, I guess I don't know. I think most girls assume there will be blood. Hmm. The first time. It's a good name for a movie. <laughs> there will be blood. And she I'll thinks. She be all about menstruation, though. Uh, and red velvet cake. <laughs> <sighs> so she thinks he's in love with her. Yeah. Uh, he is not. He's just, like, using her, and it's so oh, obvious. Of course, yeah, he wants sex. And um, she gets pregnant and expects that he's going to marry her, and he's like, <laughs> he's a Protestant. Yeah. And she's Catholic, and he's like, he says something like insulting, like he's always saying, "You people," 
and talking about the Catholics and stuff. She's and then and she kept saying, "I'm not like them. I'm like you." Mm-hmm. When they're like together and stuff. So then, like they're fighting. She's pregnant. He's telling her to have an abortion. And she's like, "I'm Catholic. I can't kill my baby." Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, now she's Catholic. Right. Um, yeah. So she decides to do the shittiest fucking thing. Throw herself down a flight of stairs. So, no. <laughs> so, um. Drinks a bunch of alcohol. No, he, he offered to give her money for an abortion. She doesn't want one. Yeah, I know. But, um, okay, so Benny's dad had died. So she's stuck at home helping her mom. Mm-hmm. And Jack's, like, missing her and sad because she's not around anymore. And. Yeah, Jack starts falling in love with her. Right. And Nan invites him to a party, gets him drunk, and has sex with him. Mm-hmm. And then says it's his. Yep. Which, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of pissed at him, too, though. I mean, it's not like it's not like he's innocent here. She I mean, got him pretty drunk. Not too drunk to have sex. I don't even know if they had sex. Hmm. Like, you think maybe he was so drunk he blacked out? Yeah. I guess that's possible. And he felt really guilty about it, too. Of course. He killed himself. He did not. What the fuck? Oh. Well, that was a different Wrong movie. movie. <laughs> so he has to go and tell Benny that he's marrying, because he has honor, mm-hmm. marrying Nan, who he yep. got pregnant. Yep. And her poor little heart breaks. And Eve is having a Christmas party and invites everybody to the cottage and Nan, Eve to text this out, by the way. Yeah. Nan, um, Nan and Jack just decide to show up like idiots. And Eve gets so mad that she comes at her with a knife. Mm-hmm. And she's backing away from her and she cuts her elbow. It, like she backs into the door and breaks glass, cuts her elbow. And Jack's able to fix her. He's able to like hop in and take care of it. And so this becomes, like, the thing where, like, he realizes that he can be a doctor. He can handle blood when he has to. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, that part's kind of good for him. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Um, she had pieced it together because they left a newspaper in the fireplace. Yeah. And she's like, I knew somebody had been using it, and mm-hmm. now I figured out who. Yeah, and now I know what happened. Yeah, so she, she calls her out for all of it, and then she... Because she's already been called out, then she decides to fess up and be honest and say, oh, yeah, it's not yours. Yeah. So it ends with her going on a train somewhere. And I'm not sure if she's going on a train to get the abortion. She's going to a to a nunnery to have the baby in disgrace. Something like and that. And then they'll give it up for adoption and then she'll come back and be fine. We'll never we'll never know because we don't get any follow up on her. I think it's in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so then he apologizes to Benny. And she's like, it'll take time, but, you know, maybe I'll give you a chance. And eventually, time goes on, and they forgive each other, and, and they end up together, and it's happy. Yeah. But I liked the movie a lot. It was fine. There was a lot of a lot of weird shit going on in the movie. What do you mean, weird shit? Well, the guy tries to rape Benny, for one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should, should mention that. <laughs> That's not in the book, but... And he's he's, um... Stealing money, too, from the business. Like, she had suspected it. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And so, yeah, then he's trying to rape her, and she hits him with a pillow, Mm -hmm. and it pops open, and there's money everywhere. So, he's been robbing them blind Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. 
So, yeah, getting him out of there so he's no longer stealing money will help. <laughs> For sure. Now their business will actually be able to succeed. Right. And they'll be able to buy more whiskey or, or scotch or whatever. No whiskey, right? Yeah, that's Ireland. <laughs> what? Yeah, whiskey. Yeah. It's her and her mom. They don't drink whiskey. They're Irish. Uh-huh. Of course they drink whiskey. I don't see her and her mom sitting around getting drunk. The mom's lactate list whiskey. <laughs> oh, have a wee nip. <laughs> That's where that phrase comes from. Have a wee nip. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. From the nipple. The mom's nipple. That's gross. Yes, it is. Stop talking about nipples. But it's a joke. Ha <laughs> ha. I'll talk about nipples all I want on AOL because it's, it's okay. It's not cheating. Go ahead. I'm not going to do it because I have honor. So do I. I told so, you I wouldn't so do like it. I'm like Chris O'Donnell. I have honor. <sighs> you weirdo. Mm-hmm. With honors. So what you you keep saying it was okay. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a fine movie. It's it's a bit long and boring. There are some boring parts to the movie. I disagree. I don't. Think I it's know you disagree. At all. The the main story is interesting. Between Benny and the Jets and Chris O'Donnell. But that love triangle, you know, <laughs> that classic <laughs> right. love triangle. But a lot of the side stories are not as interesting. Obviously, the one girl getting pregnant, you know, it's like there, there's definitely drama there, but it takes a long time to get going. It's it's dull at places. It just, I don't know. It just did not hold my attention. And the directing is real flat. Like, it's very pedestrian, cookie-cutter, you know, bang, bang, bang. See, I think that the dialogue is interesting. Dialogue's interesting because it comes from a book. And it's funny. Like, there's a lot of jokes in there that are funny to me, or a lot of lines that are funny. Yeah. So. There's, there's some humor, for sure. You know, but there, there are, It makes there's... you feel things, <laughs> right. and it makes you laugh. But there are stretches in there where it doesn't make, it makes me feel like what it would be like to be in a coma. You're such an ass. But I also enjoy their Irish accents. Yeah, I do too. Like, honestly. Honestly, like somebody with an Irish or a British accent could just talk to me for like hours. It but wouldn't even they read me the dictionary, I'd be happy. Several of them are not Irish though, so it's it's hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell is definitely not Irish. <laughs> no, he tries. So oh. I don't know. I think Faith and Bagara. I get why you don't like it that much, but ladies, drag your men because it's worth it. Yeah, kicking and screaming to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I'm gonna read the book too. Oh, have fun! Have fun reading the book. I will. I love books. <laughs> we watched another movie that was based on a book, didn't we? A book that you read. We did. Didn't we watch, uh, oh, what is it called? I think Bradford Pitt's in it. Legends of the Fall. Yeah, we watched that, right? Yeah. We talked about that on the show. Yeah. I think. And I did read that book too. So many, so many episodes. I don't even remember. I know. We have have been doing this for a while now. Anyway, we'll end uh, this episode as we end every week with our Blockbuster Pick of the Week, Carol, this week. Yes. This is what I'm recommending to everybody. Lay it on me. Uh, you, you talked about Charlie Sheen earlier. Uh-huh. We talked about, you know, the three musketeers. <laughs> There's a film uh, just came out on on VHS. 
was in movie theaters last year. Flew under the radar a little bit. We didn't watch it, obviously, because I don't think we've... Oh, we did see the Charlie Sheen movie, the the one where he's the chase. in the car. Mm-hmm. But uh, Terminal Velocity, hmm. you familiar with this? No, I've never heard of it. It also stars a man named James Gandolfini. Okay. Not sure exactly who that is. Uh, Natasha Kinski and Christopher McDonald, who I, I like a lot. He was in Quiz Show. Okay. He played uh, Jack Barry, the, the host. That's 21. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so it's uh, basically it's about a Russian woman. Um, well, he's, it's, it's a spy, it's a spy movie. It's like a spy action movie. It's, it's pretty interesting. And there's a lot of, it's one of those action movies like, you know, like we talked about before. I'm not a huge fan of certain types of action movies, but it's one of those action movies where it's, it has some intelligence behind it and it's a fun movie. It's sort of, I don't want to say it's like speed. But it's... I don't think anything is like speed. <laughs> well, anyway, it, Charlie Sheen plays this skydiver, this mm-hmm. daredevil skydiver, which, you know, that's where terminal velocity right. comes from, right? Uh, and he gets caught up in this, you know, Russian mob plot. And that's basically it. You know, Kent, Natasha Kinski's like the love interest. It's, you know, it, it's, it's a fun movie, though. Okay. It's... It's a bit of a cross between Point Break and Speed, I would say. Okay. But I, I, I enjoyed it, so I, I think go out and, and rent it. Uh, enjoy yourself some Charlie Sheen, uh, and that is my pick for the week. So you got a pick for the ladies and a pick for the gentlemen. Sure. Compromise, do both. Yeah. Yeah, go to the movie theater one day and then rent Terminal Velocity on VHS the other day. There you go. That's your weekend. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> All right, take us home. All right, so don't forget to tell your friends about us and give us the stars and uh, write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Let us know what you think, what Keep you want. Keep those letters and, coming. And, uh, yeah, we will be sure to get back to you. All right, bye. Bye.